Jesus died that he might gather together into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. Christ prayed that his people would be one, that they may be perfected in unity. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Romans 15 verse 7 begins with the word, therefore. Paul is about to declare his conclusion to this entire section, which began back in verse 1 of chapter 14. He's also going to summarize his major themes throughout this epistle. The apostle has been calling for unity between the strong and weak, and now he gives a sweeping exhortation. Hear now the word of God as we have it recorded for us in Romans chapter 15, verses 7 through 13. Therefore accept one another, just as Christ also accepted us to the glory of God. For I say that Christ has become a servant to the circumcision on behalf of the truth of God to confirm the promises given to the fathers, and for the Gentiles to glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, Therefore I will give praise to you among the Gentiles, and I will sing to your name. Again, he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. Again, Isaiah says, There shall come the root of Jesse, and he who arises to rule over the Gentiles. In him shall the Gentiles hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the first six verses of this chapter, Paul told us that our reasonable service includes pleasing one another. In this text, He adds to it that it involves accepting one another. He opens this passage with a call to accept or to receive one another, which means to take to oneself with special interest or to welcome with open arms. The reason we are to do so is found in these words, just as Christ. King Jesus accepted us not because we were so pleasing, so attractive, mature, or lovable, Do we have the right to make demands on one another that Christ doesn't make upon us? Our Savior has accepted us, whether strong or weak, Jew or Gentile. He fulfilled the Old Testament promises and the covenantal mercy of Jehovah for all people. Christ is Savior of all. He is Lord of all. He is to be praised by all. And He did it all for the glory of God. We are called to accept one another and worship with one another to the glory of God. And we are told there is the blessing of abundant hope as we do so. Our triune God is the source of that hope. As Paul writes in 1 Timothy 1.1, Jesus Christ, who is our hope. Hope abounds when we are filled with joy and peace. This proceeds from faith in Christ and abiding in the truth of His word. Our unity in Christ is to reflect the perfect unity 
of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Such unity was Jesus' purpose and prayer. We are called to live in and reflect this unity, accepting one another. We do so because we have, by the grace of God, been engulfed into the perfect bond of love and unity which has eternally existed in the Trinity. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Him.